Love It or Leave It is brought to you by Angels Envy. Envy is commonly regarded as a vice, but it can be a good thing. Envy can be a catalyst for creation, inspiring the world to raise the bar. And Angels Envy is a bourbon that is worth the envy. Angels Envy bends the rules. It's a little different from all the other bourbons out there because Angels Envy is the pioneer of secondary finishing in bourbon. Angels Envy is finished in port barrels, which adds a layer of complexity to the whiskey and gives it a unique and approachable flavor. Plus, Angels Envy is one of the first full production urban distilleries in downtown Louisville. And whether it's for someone special or to bring to a housewarming party, Angels Envy makes the perfect gift. These angels are so, they have so much envy with its unique bottle design. Angels Envy bourbon finished in port barrels is sure to be the envy of any bar cart too. Look for Angels Envy bourbon finished in port barrels. Please drink responsibly. Copyright 2024, Angels Envy bottled by Louisville Distilling Company, Louisville, Kentucky. The first vote by mail ballots are hitting people's mailboxes and the earliest in-person voting starts this week. Do you know how you're voting? Uh-uh. If your answer is Undecided. it's September, I haven't thought about it. I don't have a Halloween costume yet. It's time to get your shit together, at least on the voting thing. Vote suppression efforts have ramped up following the 2020 election, making it even more critical to ensure that every American has access to the ballot box. At Vote Save America, you can find the most up-to-date information on what you need to make sure your vote is counted in all 50 states and D.C. Use our ballot-ready tool to request your ballot Find out how you can return it or get a reminder for when in-person early voting locations become available in your state to win in November. It's going to take every single one of us making our plan to vote, getting involved, and reminding everyone we know to do the same. Once you've made your plan to vote, visit votesaveamerica.com slash everylastvote to find out what you can do next, including donating to the Every Last Vote Fund to directly support the work of community organizations, organizers, and volunteers in states that are actively working to battle disenfranchisement in communities of color, including Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, and more. So sign up at votesaveamerica.com slash every last vote. Either we all vote with our fingers, you know, or uh, Republicans are going to... Uh, Where's this going? Vote to take away all your rights. Okay. And they really close it. Wow, you really know that. It was a tough, really... it was a rough landing, but we're getting off. <laughs> you know, we're safe. Los Angeles. Welcome to Club Random. I'm your host, Bill Maher. Wait a second. <laughs> I slipped into the darkest timeline. I'm back. It's actually Love It or Leave It, live or else, and we have got a great show for you tonight. I think our listeners in the UK are going to find very few things to email us about this week. <laughs> Alicia Pascual Pena and Yasmin Hamidi of Crooked Zone, dare we say, are here to get to the bottom of the ictuation. Mitra Juhari and Brian Bahir here to see which of their home states is more teeming with evil goons running for office. Jeff Goldblum is not here, but if he were, it would be at the behest of the FDA. We'll sell, that is going to be one of the strangest things we've ever done. I just, I can't just... <laughs> we'll celebrate Bisexual Awareness Week because the bisexuals that work on this show will not stop making me aware of them and some hot takes to warm us up as the weather cools down. But first, let's get into it. What a week. At a recent rally, Donald Trump humiliated J.D. Vance, the Ohio Senate candidate. He was supposedly there to endorse, joking with the crowd, J.D. is kissing my ass, he wants my support so bad. Continued Trump, who is this guy, one of my sons? Uh, uh, This led uh, producer Malcolm to remix the quote into this. J.D. wants my ass. J.D. wants my ass. One more time. That's it. That's the whole thing. 
Feel that applause, Malcolm? That's all for you. So good. So good. So good. According to Maggie Haberman's new book, in late 2020, Trump asked everyone around him, including his Diet Coke valet, whether he should leave office peacefully. Imagine, you're just days out of the Diet Coke Valet Academy. <laughs> this is your first big gig, and these are the questions being posed to you. Said the valet, let's fill the Capitol with Mentos. Show them who they're messing with. <laughs> and news that put a Mento in my Diet Coke, New York, if you catch my meaning. <laughs> New York Attorney General Tish James sued Donald Trump and three of his children for $250 million this week, alleging that Trump and his family and businesses fraudulently overvalued his assets over a decade. Overvaluing his assets? Who is he? Me at the Emmys after party? They did not invite me to the Emmys after party. (laughs) Tish from Brooklyn said this during the press conference. Part of his efforts to generate profits for himself, his family, and his company. The complaint demonstrates that Donald Trump falsely inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself and to cheat the system, thereby cheating all of us. It's genuinely shocking to hear someone call a liar on their BS. Like, if someone actually ever agreed to play tennis with me, you know? Like, I'd be terrified. And I have to go and get one of those um, mesh shovels. Who called out rackets? There's an art to this, you fuck. <laughs> no, it looks like I'm just saying things. The joke would have otherwise murdered. And I want the record to reflect that. Put that in the show notes. We've had an incident. We've had a timing incident. On an otherwise perfect night. <laughs> Stop laughing, everybody. <laughs> Former Attorney General Bill Barr said on Fox News that the suit constitutes prosecutorial overreach. I'm not even sure she has a a good case against Trump himself, but what ultimately persuades me that this is a a political hit job is uh, she grossly overreaches when she tries to drag the children into this. Won't somebody think of these children, these innocent, sweet little children in their mid-40s, busy, busy people. There's a lot of cocaine to get to. How are you supposed to read all this paperwork? Following the announcement, Trump stopped by Hannity to rant, rave, and lie about both the lawsuit and the investigation of the seized Mar-a-Lago documents, at one point telling Hannity, if you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by thinking about it. If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it. You know, look, it's getting a lot of guff for this. It's just following the secret. When Oprah does it, it's a trend. Trump does it, he's a joke. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm pretty sure there's a big legal difference between secretly thinking something and actually saying or doing it. For example, if I actually said all the thoughts I had about Trump, the FBI would be searching my house. (laughs) When asked about the actual process of declassification, Trump told Hannity the following. Because you're sending it to Mar-a-Lago or to wherever you're sending it, and there doesn't have to be a process there can be a process, but there doesn't have to be. You're the president. You make that decision. So when you send it, it's declassified. I declassified everything. It's hard to watch a Trump clip after a few weeks or months without hearing from him. It's like when you come back into your house after a long vacation, you're like, is that what I smell like? 
Speaking of the Mar-a-Lago raid this week, the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals overturned an order from Judge Eileen Cannon, the judge overseeing the designation of Trump's special master. The only way I can say it. I have to say it that way. <laughs> Such a stupid word. And gave the Department of Justice the go-ahead to review the 100 classified documents found in Mar-a-Lago ahead of the special master's review. It's important to savor how bad a week Trump is having before the Supreme Court rules that he can telepathically reinstate himself as president. <laughs> The three-judge panel pointedly rebuked not only Trump's claims of declassification, but accused Cannon of abusing her discretion for taking Trump's lawyer at any of their words. While it's short of a fuck you to Judge Cannon, the ruling definitely was a we don't fucking care if Trump declassified these documents in his fucking mind. Said the court, plaintiffs suggest that he may have declassified these documents when he was president, but the record contains no evidence that any of these records were declassifying, adding, and before the special master, plaintiff resisted providing any evidence that he declassified any of these documents. Boy, it's hard to believe there was even a time before the special master right? That's what makes it so special. The journey. Said the panel, for our part, we cannot discern why plaintiff would have an individual interest or need for any of the 100 documents with classification markings. Isn't it obvious? Trump has always been an archivist at heart. Like Hitler and modernist portraiture, Trump was always filled with regret being unable to hack it in the library sciences. And to be clear, I am not comparing Trump to Hitler. That would be wrong. Hitler actually wrote his book. I'm not saying we're gonna cut it, but let's like talk about it in the morning. Continue the judges. In any event, at least for these purposes, the declassification argument is a red herring because declassifying an official document would not change its content or render it personal. So even if we assume the plaintiff did declassify some or all the documents, that would not explain why he has a personal interest in them. So, you know, look, it is so horrible when one of these Trump apparatchiks decides they're going to change the law for Trump because they got this judgeship five seconds before he was kicked out of office. But it's so satisfying when real judges come back. Even some of them were appointed by Trump, but they're like, hey, we're real judges. <laughs> yeah, so the 11th Circuit is saying it doesn't, the classification doesn't matter. It's about whether or not these documents belong to him or not. It's like the time I stumbled on Tommy's collection of senators' foot pics. <laughs> it doesn't matter that they're in the public domain. Why do you have them? <laughs> Meanwhile, the January 6th committee returns to your television with a hearing next Wednesday, January 28th. If Liz Cheney and Benny Thompson don't fuck this season, I am out. I'm sick of this will they or won't they. <laughs> Georgia Senate candidate and helmet PSA, Herschel Walker, set expectations... <laughs> set expectations low for his debate against Senator Raphael Warnock next month, saying at a campaign stop, I'm not that smart. Walker went on to say, but I do have a secret weapon. He then winked, smirked, and revealed a loaded pistol tucked into his waistband. I knew that wouldn't work, but it's for, it was for us. One for me, one for them. President Biden said on 60 Minutes that we will still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it, but the pandemic is over. Something he could only say because Fauci is quiet quitting. I'm going to do two jokes, and you're going to understand why I'm putting them together, and you're going to understand why I'm flagging them now. I understand. I know. It's not because they're risque. It's because they are phenomenally stupid. <laughs> Meanwhile, California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill into law that will legalize human composting in the state starting in 2027, which has given me mulch to consider. <laughs> and <laughs> so... An Indiana man was arrested after the Washington Monument was vandalized with red paint on Tuesday. They should rename that thing the Washing Off a Ton of Red Paint Monument. Thank you. Thank you. 
A judge in Baltimore overturned the murder conviction of Adnan Syed, whose case was profiled in the first season of the hit podcast Serial, which ushered in the current wave of true crime podcasts. Somewhere watching over a city balanced on razor's edge between justice and corruption, the male chimp keeps vigil. The MailChimp is not a hero. It's a dark night. The National Transportation Board has announced new recommendations that all new vehicles be created with built-in blood alcohol monitoring systems, but don't worry, they just want to know what kind of tunes you're going to want on your way home. Two beers? It's a blues traveler night. After the launch of his new private Christian school, Kanye admitted that he has never read a book, likening it to eating Brussels sprouts. They both taste terrible, he wrote, inexplicably, in a poem about Pete Davidson. After Instagram model Sumner Stowe posted screenshots of their conversations to TikTok, including his asking permission to name his unborn child after her, Maroon 5 frontman Adam Levine denied having an affair, but admitted I crossed the line during a regrettable period in my life. Continued Levine, I took it to a Maroon 6, maybe even a Maroon 7, but never a Maroon 10. Some viewers have voiced criticism of Netflix's fictionalized Marilyn Monroe biopic, Blonde, in particular the parts that feature a CGI talking fetus. It's in poor taste, but also, why do all these voiceover roles keep going to Chris Pratt? <laughs> it's a me, the fetus. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Mario voice, the fetus. It just he does, he does other voices. Jennifer Coolidge said that an allergic reaction to a spray tan landed her in the emergency room ahead of filming for The White Lotus. Her symptoms, shortness of breath and wanting a hot dog. Real, I can't do it. You, I told you I couldn't do it. Wanting a hot dog real bad. See, I don't have it. And you're making me do this. You want me to tell them why this is in the cards? I can't tell them why. So it's funny when you put things in the cards to make me look bad, but I can't tell them why it's here. Not, nothing to do with people that could do this voice. You know what? I can't do... Oh, Jennifer Coolidge, president. It's time I face it. Can you just uh, let's let's bring out Yasmin from Dare We Say? Uh, can you just say uh, you want a hot dog real bad? Yeah, I want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> Thank you, Yasmin. Look at her dad. That was my so dad's cute. That combust. made my entire <laughs> night. I want a hot dog real bad. It's like you have to kind of make the face. You have to kind of make your eyeballs closer together. Somehow that affects it. You bring your eyes closer together like, you, like you're trying to read something very close to your face. And you got to make your lips wider. And then you got to, you kind of, get, it's, it's a little bit Owen Wilson. I want a hot dog real bad. It, but I don't, it doesn't, it ends up going into a kind of, um, I want a hot dog real bad. Yes. And then all of a sudden I'm in Casablanca. And I'm doing that voice. You know that one. Do Jackie O. <laughs> Jack loves to sit in this chair. And for some inexplicable reason, I'm associated with a golden age of television. Even though if you actually go back and watch the videotape of this famous interview about opening up the White House, I look terrified the whole time. Just a petrified young woman. Stop it. McDonald's announced it will begin reopening restaurants in Kiev and western Ukraine this week, a process that will take place in stages over two months. That's how long it takes for the McGriddle reactor to reach critical mass. (laughs) 
German customs officials said they found a cache of almost 100 giant African land snails hidden inside a suitcase at Dusseldorf Airport following a trail of slime. Imagine their surprise when at the end of the trail were suitcases of snails and not America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> said airport officials, don't do the slime if you can't do the time. For the first time, a medical panel has recommended that doctors screen everyone under 65 for anxiety. This is true. The panel didn't recommend anxiety screening for people over than 65 because the symptoms too closely resemble the effects of aging. <laughs> sure, you have a constant nagging fear that death is just around the corner, a sense of dread that permeates the very marrow of your bones. But the question we need to ask is, isn't that reasonable? Salt Lake City residents reported hearing music coming from their toilets and sewers. The water department later confirmed the noise was an environmentally friendly technology that allows workers to gauge whether a pipe is blocked via song versus waiting for the screaming to start later. <laughs> Said the water department, if you happen to see Ezra Miller prancing through the sewers playing a stolen pan flute that is unrelated, call 911 immediately. Don't let perfect skin and symmetrical face confuse you. We'll eat you in a ritual. <laughs> the FDA has warned the public not to cook chicken in NyQuil in response to a TikTok challenge that dares people to cook chicken in NyQuil, which is disgusting. NyQuil pairs better with shrimp. With chicken, you want something creamier, a chicken a la Pepto. You know, something, a nice rich sauce. NyQuil chicken. Personally, I liked Allison Roman better before she broke bad. <laughs> and finally, rapper Post Malone bruised his ribs after falling through a trap door in the stage while performing in St. Louis, according to his manager. We came very close to living in a Post Malone world. <laughs> That's right. He almost became Ghost Malone. When we... <laughs> God, I thought that'd be better to end on. It didn't work. It doesn't matter. We got to keep going when we come back. We enter the Ictuation Room. And we're back! I know the week is almost over, but it has come to my attention that a handful of you may not know that it is Bisexual Awareness Week, which cannot stand. You must be aware at all times that bisexual people could be among you, which is why we commissioned a patented bisexual awareness system, which we will play every time I will summon you to be aware. That's it. That's the alert. Bisexual awareness alert. Megan Mullally told The Advocate in 1999, I consider myself bisexual and my philosophy is everyone innately is. Were you aware of it? You now are. And I'll tell you one more thing. I know what my sexual orientation is. I'm pan Mullally sexual. I'm only attracted to people who steal every goddamn scene they're in. <laughs> Thus concludes this test of the bisexual awareness system. Thank you. <laughs> All right. As, mo <laughs> As modern society's supreme arbiter of taste, I can admit it, even I sometimes rush to judgment. The title of Ryan Murphy's new Netflix show is Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer Story. I don't know about that title. I'm still going to watch it. Billy Eichner got a pack of lesbians and Paul Rudd to run through New York and invite people to bros. I love that. Favorite film of the year. But sometimes... You really need to struggle with something before you make a split-second judgment. Here to grapple with the ethical nuances of feeling strongly about everything, it's two of the hosts of Crooked Zone Dare We Say podcast, Alicia Pasqual-Pena and Yasmin Hamidi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Alicia. Hi. Hello. Hi, All right. What is an ick, and what provokes that response in you? 
An ick is a feeling. It's like nausea. An ick is like unacceptable for us. Like we can't do it. We won't do it. And we're going to argue about it. And then our producers are subjected to having to fight to to the death for it. Is it ever appropriate to yuck someone's yum? If they're eating something disgusting and you can't comment on it. Absolutely. Even though my mama raised me um, to not do that. Like, unless it's like culturally insensitive. Like, don't be a bad person. You feel me? But unless you're like just doing something that they prefer. Like, I don't know. Catch up on like a ham and cheese because I saw it the other day. Judge them. Uh, who said so good? I'm so sorry. They're from Toronto. Don't worry. They'll oh, that explains that. They eat like universal health care. They eat like animals up know. there. It's just beaver and poutine. Please. I don't even know what that is, and I don't want to. It's cheese fries with gravy. It's filthy. Ew. That sounds delicious. We hear it, love it, or leave it are nothing if not creative, which is why we're going to play one of Dare We Say's very own games. <laughs> yeah, it's time yeah, for yeah. the actuation room. You already know this, but you'll each be assigned an angle and have a minute to convince all of us that a certain topic is ick or yum. We're going to give you the topics, and you're going to decide which one of you is going to take the ick side and which will take the yum side. Are you ready to be disgusted and or fall in love all over again? You'll have one minute. Oh, God. All right. First topic... Making actual life decisions based on the Zodiac. Uh, who's taking the ick? Who's taking the yum? I think it's kind of obvious. <laughs> I'm taking the ick. Yeah, good. I don't okay. even know my oh, big three. Oh, John. I'm just let, you have a minute. He's smart. So who's going first? Let's do yum first. Oh, okay. okay. I thought you were going to say ick. Okay, so it, the planets are there for a reason, and we are 70% water. As humans, we are 70% water. So when the, the planets are, and stars are moving around, that means we feel something inside of us. I am a Leo. It means a lot to me and my identity. So when I go about doing things, like I get away with shit, and I'll just say I'm a Leo. I cheat on a test. I'm a Leo automatically. I'm okay with it. I cheat on my boyfriend. I'm a Leo. It's my, like I get away with it. Alicia's a Pisces. She's too sensitive. There's an excuse because she's a Pisces. Zodiac signs, right? Listen, I just feel like it gives us an excuse to fuck around and be excited about something. And also, like, how boring is it to not believe in astrology? Like, that's like really boring. Did I say she was boring? Sorry. Um, and I just feel like as a Leo. Okay, we I like get to it. make. Sorry, if there's five seconds still. Um, <laughs> we like to make things about us, and that's okay. Thank you for seeing me. Thank wow. You. Thank you. I want to say something before we go to a very important ick, a necessary you. ick, especially at a time when so many people doubt science, don't trust science. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that was as good of a defense of horoscope nonsense I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> and I'm like a Trump judge. I came in with a fucking I, point listen, of view. Listen, I'm, I'm giving. <laughs> Camille Vasquez. I came to the court and I was. Do given. not disrespect that beautiful Latina woman. You are not oh. giving Camille Vasquez. Oh. Okay. All right, Alicia, you have one minute. Okay. If you lack substance, just say that. Like you, <laughs> like you should have more of a person. Gracias. Oh. I love that this is the first one. Like, have more intellect, have more to your personality. Like, you are a multifaceted person. You think I'm going to sit here under the estrellas being like, oh, my God, I'm supposed to be sensitive porque soy Pisces. I'm literally an Afro-Latina from the Bronx. Nothing is sensitive about me. Just because some planet and some star was there. Like, I came out in 40 minutes, and I'm a Pisces because I wanted to be here, obviously. Not because I'm sensitive and emotional. And I don't know my big three because I don't care. I'm great. And I'm sorry that I don't need to be a Leo to be great. No, I'm just great because I am amazing. I don't need a sign to tell me that. And oh, you think I'm going to sit here and be like, oh, I don't like this person porque, I don't know, what are they? Oh, because they're a Scorpio or because they're a Sag. I don't care. Are you a good person? Then you're a good person. And if not, keep hiding around those damn planets. Yeah, the stars are beautiful and God made them, but get over yourself. Oh. Okay. 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 
Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here for the next 10 minutes. No, we still have more, Alicia. We still have oh, more, babe. That's why I said 10 minutes. And as long as he gives us a show. Thank you. My jaw's on the floor. <laughs> I am blown away yeah. by the level of argument that I am seeing on this stage. It's just the beginning. We've had presidential candidates. We've never had a debate like this before. It's the spiciest one yet. Uh, do I, am I supposed to rule? Yeah, you are the judge. Your oh, honor. Judge. Oh. Your honor. That's oh, usually what okay. Josie Tota well, does. You, yeah, yeah you so I'm in the role the, of Josie. I'm in the Josie Tota role, yeah. and I will just say that in England, one of the leading causes of death for a long period of time was planet. Uh, but then we discovered, like, bacteria. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it to Alicia. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. This round. Yay. This I'll round. Stay for let's the let's relax. And... If someone asks you what your sign is, one thing I recommend doing is you say, oh, what's your sign? And they say, oh, I'm a Capricorn. And then you say, oh, I'm an adult. And then you walk away. See, that's how I feel. Yeah. Also, people are so fake. They're like, oh, what are you? Oh, I knew that. No, you didn't. You don't know me. No, we did. Trust me. (laughs) Next one. (laughs) Next up, visible squatty potties on display for anyone who visits your house to see where you hunch. (laughs) Who wants the ick? Who wants the um? Are we being dead ass? By all means, the floor I'm is yours, babe. The ick. Go on. So you're gonna let's let's start with you this time. Once again, I have self-respect. I have couth. I have decorum. Okay, I'm from the hood, but I do not want people like literally from the South Bronx. Okay, honey. So <laughs> I've gotten many places, but not in my own home. Am I gonna have a little thing in mi casa? that people can see that I do this. You know what I mean? Like, they sponsor the show, so shout out to Squatty Potty. Like, yeah, I love you're about them. to make us lose some, Stop. some sponsors Because right I don't now. care about my bag, obviously. But I don't want to just out in the open. Put that away. Have some class. Why do I want to see the thing that... Mira, like, that's not cute. You're uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. Also, someone you don't know walking into your bathroom for the first time, they're like, what's that? And it's like, oh, well, like, I have constipation problems, and that helps me poop. Like, are, are we serious? Are we dead ass? No, and yeah, they come in cute designs. Like, keep sponsoring a Squatty Potty. You're great. And you do help me because I do have issues with my bomb. Anyways, I'm not having it out in the open. Put that under your cupboard or whatever it's called in English, okay? The, the, la cosa, like the thing under the sink or whatever. Put that away. Stop. Wow. Yasmin, you have one minute for a counterpoint. I will fight to the oh death. <laughs> They're obsessed. I, 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 I will fight to the death for Squatty Potty. You don't understand the feeling you get when you put your legs up and you take the nicest shit of your life. Alicia, believe it or not, you shit. You shit, and all of you shit, because we're human. I don't want to talk about it. And that feels really good in the morning, and Squatty Potty helps me do that. And also, if someone's coming into my bathroom and they see my Squatty Potty, it comes in cedar, it does, um, I will automatically know, like, oh, yeah, I have good bowel movements because I take care of my gut health, because probiotics are really good, because I take care of my body and I have healthy bowel movements. And Squatty Potty is the number one reason why that happens. And Athletic Greens, another sponsor of ours. Um, And so you know what, Alicia, you can say what you want about, oh, have some class, have some decorum. Having class means we are human and we all shit. Say it with me, I shit. I shit. I shit. shit. I shit. We don't need to talk about it. Thank you. Alicia, Uh, thank you. Wow. Once again... Incredible points. Uh, but this one, I'm going to have to give to Yasmin. Uh, it was an incredibly ma- well-made argument. Uh, 
It's a simple idea, easy to know, hard to feel. We all poop. But keep sponsoring us. We love you, Squatty. And uh, everyone should feel comfortable saying, we were supposed to poop in the woods. Now we poop in bowls. The bowls are too high. The bowls are too high compared to how we would have pooped in the woods. Ipso facto, Squatty Potty. Yasmin gets the point. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Let's do one more. I'm excited to see where this goes. Diet Coke. We got, who's the ick, who's the yum? I'm the ick. Alicia, take us away. Okay. There might not be science behind this, but my mommy said it, so it's a fact. Okay. And when I was a kid, she said, if you're going to have a Coca-Cola, just have a regular Coca-Cola, porque a Diet Coke means die, and that it will give you cancer. And if Camelia Altegracia Peña Rivera said it, then it's a fact. So I have never drank a Diet Coke ever again because she scared me and it worked. So now if I'm going to drink a Coca-Cola, just do it with your chest, as people would say from where I'm from. Just drink a whole Coca-Cola or drink like a Latino Coca-Cola. You like with the real cane sugar. Like the Diet Coke is so annoying. You think that you're being healthier. Get over yourself. You're not. Just drink the regular one and it's annoying. And I don't like the silver can. It's not aesthetically pleasing. And I still would have to say. And if you say that I'm wrong, then you're calling my mom a liar. Over that, and just drink a Coca Cola. Thank you. Love you, whoever said that. That's my mom who what? supported That's you. Literally, I love you. I love you so much. That was yes, my mother. Yes, I literally agree with me, so wow. I should win. Wow. I just Let want. I just, is that Treason. actually your mom? That's actually my yes, treason. And I want you to know something. She's so beautiful. The fact that in a debate between your daughter and a friend, you immediately sided against your daughter before your daughter even had a chance to speak has <laughs> has explained to me a lot of why I get a certain vibe from. Yasmin. I really does. I've really learned a lot. I've learned a lot in these moments, but that's not what this is about. This is about Diet Coke. Yasmin, you have one minute. Why is it good? Because your mother drinks Diet Coke. Oh, that's a good point. And why'd you side with Alicia? So here's the thing. So here's the thing. Thank you, Yasmin. Here's the thing. Your mother and I have actually talked about this, Alicia. Camelia and I actually talked about how good Diet Coke is. I'm talking. Thank you. And so listen to this. Kate Moss is the creative director. I feel like I only drink Diet Coke for the aesthetics. I'm not even doing it for the calories bullshit. It's like, I don't know why the silver and red... This argument is so shit. I have nothing... (laughs) Like, I... Now, sometimes there's something you believe, and it is attacked mercilessly, and then you look to someone to defend it, and they fail. Uh, They offer nothing. They go into a full and complete retreat. Wow. I love Diet Coke. (gasps) With every fiber of my being, I have a four espresso drink in the morning, and then it's Diet Cokes from 11 till bed. (laughs) I haven't had a good night's sleep since George W. Bush was president. (laughs) And at night, the walls do move. But I love it. And at times, I do remember that the person in charge of proving, speaking of George W. Bush, that aspartame was safe as an additive was Donald Rumsfeld. That's actually a fact. A person most famous for believing what he wanted to believe to help him get the outcome that he wanted. So I am going to give this one to Alicia. But I'm going to give an extra bonus point for that incredible Jennifer Coolidge impression to Yasmin. We have a tie. Thank you so much to both Wait, of you. I won. You won. Yeah, sure. You both won. You both won. You both I just want to thank Dominican Republic and that my parents. That was incredible. Woo! To find more. Everybody, subscribe to Dare We Say. Fantastic Woo! show. Listen to our 
show. And review it and give it a bunch of stars on iTunes, you know? We love you. Thanks. Love you, we too. Love you. Thank you, guys. Much love. Me and Alicia. Thank you so much. When we come back, there are monsters on the ballot. Hey, don't go anywhere. There's more of Love It or Leave It coming up. Love It or Leave It is brought to you by WikiHole on Wondery. Do you know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued? What was in Al Capone's vault or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin? If not, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia, but that's okay because you can learn all about it on the new podcast, WikiHole from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with host Darcy Carton and her favorite comedian friends as they bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. We love Darcy. Love Darcy. And if you listen to WikiHole, you learn that is the sciencey term for eardrum. WikiHole is a hyperlink roller coaster, starting out on one Wikipedia page and then going from link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until everyone wonders how the hell did we get here. Follow WikiHole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Love It or Leave It is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home. On top of the wide variety of houseplants available, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Mike Pence should have gotten one of those after the election day. <laughs> <laughs> the experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape designs, and how best to take care of your plants. The point is, I may not have a green thumb, but that's why Fast Growing Trees is perfect for me, because it makes it so easy. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LOVEIT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code LOVEIT at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code LOVEIT. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Would you take a nap? Would you read a book? Would you show up for a friend? I mean, maybe I'd hang out with a friend. I don't know if I would show up for a friend. Well, okay. Good to know. Good to know. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. Yeah, we do. But at the same time, then you check your screen time on your phone and it's always like Ooh. six hours a day. Mm. I feel like there's a lot of people running around playing busy, you know? Yeah. If you're on your phone for six hours, you could be less busy. You could be Just less busy. Just put your phone down. I'm, a, I'm a guilty as anybody. That's what therapy's for. It helps figure out these problems. <laughs> put down your phone for an hour during therapy. Yeah, you can't be on your phone during therapy. They hate it. <laughs> but they can't stop you. It's your hour. Anyway, the point is, everybody needs therapy. I need it. John needs it. Anyone else? Anybody else? <laughs> no, that's it. Just that's the two it. of us Just need it. Just the two of us. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash love it today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love it. And we're back. Woo! Everyone, remain calm. It is time for a bisexual awareness alert. <laughs> remain calm and become aware of this bisexual Cardi B. After a Twitter user made a graphic of bisexual people who have only publicly dated partners of the opposite sex, Cardi B tweeted, I ate bitches out before you were born. <laughs> Sorry I don't have razor phone pics to prove it to you. What an incredible <laughs> joke. 
We are all glad that no one has razor phone pictures of anything because no one wants to see you in 2003 page boy hats pretending Sean Penn was good in Mystic River. Yeah, that's right. It's time we talk about Sean Penn's performance in 2003 drama Mystic River. It's a little bit hammy. I thought it at the time, and I'm finally ready to raise it. Cut this. He'll, he'll punch. Nah, <laughs> yeah, leave it in. I think I want to get punched. And that concludes this test of the bisexual awareness system. Thank you. As the midterms near, human candidates find themselves neck and neck with some of the worst MAGA goons, loons, and cartoons Trump's maladaptive daydream of an existence has to offer. Some of the most hellacious potential public servants are running in the great states of Ohio and Arizona. And wouldn't you know it, we've got a guest from each of these godforsaken places here with us tonight. Welcome to the stage, straight out of Westchester, Ohio. It's a hilarious Mitra Juhari. And from Phoenix, Arizona, courtesy of the Copper State, as apparently Arizona is called, which is news to me. Brian Bahi. Brian Bahi and Mitra come out. Hi, Mitra. It's good to yeah, see you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Are you both paying attention to the midterms? No. <laughs> You're going to vote, though. In Ohio's? No, no, in anywhere. In America. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Test one, passed. <laughs> Brian, where's your family at with the voting machines in Arizona? Are they already cracked them open like oysters and feast and the delicious Trump ballots inside? Yeah, my parents infamously love um, democracy. Infamous? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mitra? What? What do you think about J.D. Vance? Do you like him? No. <laughs> you don't, I don't either. Hillbilly Elegy, I do read it every year on Christmas with my family. <laughs> I don't know what happened in that film because there are certain things where like your finger tries to press play on the streaming service, then it melts like you threw an ice pop into a volcano. You know, it's just sort of like you can't get it to hit play. I you don't know? have that problem. Watch I'm it? watching 12 seasons of Selling Sunset every day. <laughs> There's no self-control here. I just couldn't get past the wardrobe decisions around Glenn Close's character and all the photos that advertised Hillbilly Elegy. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Let's see how fucked up we can make this chick look. <laughs> My parents <laughs> love Glenn Close. <laughs> <laughs> Huge Glenn Close heads in Arizona. Are they? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fatal Attraction? Yeah, major. Uh, Formative. 101 Dalmatians? Mm -hmm. She played Cruella de Vil, famously. Yes. This is not my observation, but I always thought it was funny that there was a moment in time when Michael Douglas was in movie after movie where the fundamental story of each of the film was Michael Douglas is so hot, women will destroy their lives and everyone around them to fuck him. <laughs> like over and over again, there was Fatal Attraction, there was Disclosure, there was Sliver. Like these are movies where Michael Douglas... Women are murdering to fuck him. I think it's right. I feel like you could sell that two days still. Yeah. I think any one of us would do it. Which person on this stage would you kill to fuck Michael Douglas? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Myself. <laughs> I choose myself. That's about feminism in 2022. Choose yourself to die so you can fuck Michael Douglas. Feminism is all about choosing yourself to die. That's what it's about. That's the fifth wave. That's the new wave. Yes, the last wave That's because we'll all be dead. <laughs> Look, it's time to talk about what's cooking in the heartland and the hotland, which is what I call Arizona. I've always called it that. Anyway, it's time to subject you to a rapid-fire litany of all the absolute mutants currently hurtling towards office 
in Ohio and Arizona, just as you would be if you still lived at home in a game we're calling Between a Rock Hall and a Hot Place. Thank you. But just to make it a little more interesting, I'm going to ask Brian about Ohio and Mitra about Arizona. Yeah, that's a twist for you. Do I and... Ducey. <laughs> wow. They both got it right. Yeah! <laughs> You can only ask us questions where the answer is to wine or Ducey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Recently, Arizona GOP gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake found herself agreeing with AOC and Gavin Newsom on a specific topic. What was it? A, that the DOJ should charge those 44 people for stealing $250 million in pandemic funds, but only because she believes they are members of what she calls Fauci's army. B, Trump allies shouldn't have been manhandling Georgia voter machines, but only because they should have, quote, smashed them with a sledgehammer. C, Ron DeSantis shouldn't have sent migrants to Martha's Vineyard because that's, quote, moving them further inland, which is what they want. Or D, Timberwolves player Anthony Edwards should have been fined $40,000, not for his anti-gay remarks, but for, quote, making it look cool to handle balls. B? No, it was C. <laughs> what happened? What a deeper buzz than before. That was such a, we used to have a nice little bzz, now it's like a fucking thing. You showed me. <laughs> the answer was C. It was that Carrie Lake told Tucker Carlson, I get a kick out of watching these liberal mayors throw their hands up and say that we can't handle it because it's life every day for us in border states. However, I'm not a fan of it. We're just taking people illegally who shouldn't be here, removing them further inland. One thing to note is the people that DeSantis flew up. It was just people that were here legally. Uh, so he sucks. All right, Brian, you're up. I do have one thing to say about Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake was a former news anchor for 12 News, and when I was a child, some people in my family <laughs> did something that made them, like, newsworthy. So I kind of know Carrie. Um, hey, so I just, what did they do? <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't good. Right. That's probably why you didn't say it at first. <laughs> so we asked so again. They did so much charity. Yeah, was they, it, gave, was, they donated a million dollars. Did they buy a turkey just before Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. What did they do? Something happened to them. Oh. Everyone's Are you fine. proud of asking? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's fine. <laughs> Ohio Senate candidate J.D. Vance is currently in a Twitter feud with which star of the 2012 David O. Russell romantic drama Silver Linings Playbook? Was it A. Bradley Cooper, B. Robert De Niro, C. Jennifer Lawrence, D. Tucker Carlson, or E. Yellowstone's Jackie Weaver? That doesn't make any sense. It said it was from... All right. Bobby, is it on Twitter? Good for you. Give him a ding for that. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence, I feel like, is on set, so she doesn't have time. So I'm going to go Brad... Oh, your instinct was right. It is Jennifer Lawrence. It is Jennifer Lawrence. She may be on set, but they probably were setting up a shot or something. So she decided to go after J.D. Vance. Or no, it was in an interview. The point is, it was Jennifer Lawrence. What did Arizona Republican Senate candidate Blake Masters call the Unabomber? A, a misunderstood patriot. B, a precursor to Antifa. C, a subversive thinker that's underrated. Or D, avant-garde in his methods. D or B? It was C. Or C. (laughs) (laughs) Subversive thinker that's underrated? Yeah. Uh, I'll probably get in trouble for saying this. Yeah. I'd say, how about, like, Theodore Kaczynski? Good. Good one, (laughs) actually, yeah. Uh, 
probably not great to be talking about uh, Unabomber while campaigning. Wow. It's those political instincts <laughs> that have gotten Blake Masters to where he is today, which is 10 points behind in a winnable race. He didn't even go by Ted Kaczynski. He's respectful. He calls him by his full name, Theodore Kaczynski. Yeah, I refer to John Krasinski as Jonathan Krasinski <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, and who, by the way, comes to mind when I think of the Unabomber as well. <laughs> Not because of the name similarity, but because of what they've done. Madison Gilbert's Ohio race is a toss-up. One of her claims to fame is the quote, Trump did a great job today. What was she referring to? A, Trump's comments on the violence at the 2017 white supremacist rally in Charlottesville. B, the time Trump finished his plate of ketchup without getting any on the walls. Or C, his performance in a White House pie-eating contest. Okay, somebody in the audience said B. She said B. I am going to say B. No, it was A. <laughs> it was Charlottesville. Damn. Not a ketchup answer. But he would have crushed the pie eating contest. Arizona Representative and Oath Keeper Mark Fincham won the Republican nomination for Secretary of State in the primaries. While he definitely does terrible posts on Twitter, he regularly posts his most extreme views on which social media website? A. Tumblr, B. Pinterest, C. A subreddit about woodworking, or D. Letterbox. Love all of those. Um, <laughs> I think I did, they're just like us. I think I did one. I think I did one letterbox, and I was like, "I'm not doing this ever again." I stopped using it because every time I wrote a review, I said that I cried, and I was like, "I cry a lot." <laughs> I was like, "I don't think I need to keep track of this anymore." <laughs> um, okay, we'll go with um, Pinterest. Yes, really. <laughs> Finchum had an active Pinterest account to which he pins posts about stockpiling ammunition, likening gun control to the Holocaust, and a custom board Finchum labeled Treason Watch List. Dude, this is a website to look for backyard inspo. This <laughs> fucking trees. I don't, like, it's a side of Pinterest I don't know about. You're not you know? looking hard enough. It's for, I'm not looking hard enough. It's like, just search for barn doors. Uh, just this week, it was revealed that J.R. Majeski, also running in a toss-up race in Ohio, lied about what? Is it A, secretly practicing bigamy? Is it B, serving in Afghanistan? C, his peanut allergy? End of list. I don't know what bigamy is. It would say that he was technically still married to his first wife while currently married to his second, but claimed that was due to paperwork error. Is the... Oh, that's a sleigh. <laughs> uh, the, the other options were serving in Afghanistan. He was stationed in Qatar for six months, never saw combat, and if he went 40 days without a shower like he claims he did, that's on him. Okay. Or a peanut allergy. <laughs> After being exposed to peanuts at a rally in Sandusky, he tried to play off anaphylactic shock out of fear that his supporters would label him, quote, a huge liberal snowflake. See, He lied about going to Afghanistan. Uh, <laughs> and finally, which of these state leaders assisted dozens of protesters in traveling to the insurrection on January 6th, organized and raising money for them? Was it A, Ohio's J.R. Majoski, B, Ohio's J.D. Vance, C, Arizona's Mark Fincham, or D, Arizona's Abe Hamaday? So we're coming together? Yeah, you can answer this one together. Oh, shit. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the so... power. <laughs> I don't remember any of the names. <laughs> it's J.R. Majewski. Okay, here's what it says. <laughs> Do you want to yeah. read any anything you want to sort of riff on here? <laughs> There's an opinion. 
There's an, it's a, but in our opinion, probably all of them. Ooh, no holds barred. Shot fired. Shots fired at all of these folks. I'm just loving the vibes. <laughs> just let this roll just workshopping. On. Thank you to Mitra and Brian. <laughs> They'll be Thank back you. for hot takes. Put your head between your knees and cover your head with your hands as I ask you to become aware of bisexuals because it is a bisexual awareness alert. Tonight we're talking about Alexander the Great, married to Roxana for love, married twice more for political gain, and in a long-term intimate relationship with his close friend and bodyguard Hephaestion? Sounds by to me. Is it reductive to apply modern identity categories to historical figures? Sure it is. What's he going to do about it? Not push further into India again? Specific historical reference to Alexander's India campaign. The point is, here we are, more than 2,300 years since Alex died, and still few celebs publicly identify as bisexual. We're looking at Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, David Archuleta, and please add more to the list. We can't let old prejudices due to bisexuals what the deserts of Baluchistan did to Alexander the Great's armies on their return from India, which is decimate them <laughs> due to the hostile conditions. Consider yourselves aware. When we come back, is Jeff Goldblum here? Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. This is Love It or Leave It, and there's more on the way. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. And we're back! This week, the FDA had to warn the public not to cook chicken in cold medicine after a potentially deadly NyQuil chicken challenge took TikTok by storm. We don't know if it's deadly or not. It seems bad to cook medicine, though. Don't do it. It's like, I don't want to add false information that it's like, oh, it's going to kill you. But I don't know that it won't. Don't do it. Steamy NyQuil and a histamines. You don't want to cook them. The point is, we wanted to book an expert on TikTok food challenges, and you're not going to believe it. The first name that came up for some reason, celebrated actor Jeff Goldblum. Come on out here, Jeff. Yes. Uh -huh. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? Ah, uh, yes. I Jeff, see. Jeff, I... thank you so much for joining us. Please have a seat. Sure. <laughs> All right. He's really hamming it up. Thank you very much for, for having me. Ah, uh, gosh. What a treat. So, Jeff, most people know you best from your iconic roles in films like The Fly and Independence mm, Day. Fly, yes. 
But it turns out you're here today to talk about NyQuil chicken. Why is that? Mm, right you are, John. I have been sent here on a press tour. This is a serious topic matter. I've been sent here by our friends at the Federal Food and Drug Administration to get the word out about this dangerous new trend that's popping up on the... Uh, Mm, the phones, the the app, TikTok, the TikTok, yes, TikTok, indeed. What a name! What a name, TikTok. <laughs> the way it recalls the precious seconds draining from our lives as we watch yet another teen prepare a recipe from the very bowels of hell. TikTok, John. TikTok. Sure, I guess. Is that is that what the is that what the FDA sent you here to say? Oh, goodness, no. I've prepared a statement. Mm, very official. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, let's see here. Ah, uh, hello, uh, teens. <laughs> Young adults. Adults who need to grow up a little. Ah, uh, it says here, uh, uh, ad lib, something timely and relatable. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, let's think, let's think. Uh, uh, Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Oh, what a, what a poet. What a poet. <laughs> Shakespeare, Shakespeare said, shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Adam Levine said, it is truly unreal how fucking hot you are. Uh, That's right. Like it blows my mind. (laughs) Yeah, you you crushed it. Great. Keep going. Uh, Yes. Okay. And then it's straight straight down to to business. No more funny business. Just business business. Boiling uh, a medication can make it much more concentrated and change its properties in other ways. Mmm. That doesn't sound nice at all. Not at all. Even if you don't eat the chicken, inhaling the medication's vapors while cooking could cause high levels of drugs to enter your body. That doesn't sound so bad. But, ah, it could also hurt your lungs. I mean, for heaven's sake, the lungs. The fireplace of the body. You agree? Sure. (laughs) That does sound pretty dangerous. Mm, Don't boil medicine, John. If I said it once, I've said it a thousand times. But Je- okay, no offense, Jeff Goldblum, but why are you the person? Why are you the person delivering this PSA? Oh, why me? Why me? Why me? Ah, uh, yes, I uh, got the FDA. The FDA it trots me out every time one of these crazy food dares goes viral. The Tide Pods, I invented that one. Uh, the Cinnamon Challenge beat it three times. They've got me on a retainer. Yeah, sure. But why you? Mm, yes, 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 yes. The question, why me? Why Jeff Goldblum? Well, I hark back to a question asked by many, a legendary casting director from bungalows in Venice to studio offices in Burbank. Why not? Why not Jeff Goldblum? Why not me? Yeah, why not you? I just don't understand. I wonder if you're the best messenger for people who weren't born when Jurassic Park came out. I was in Jurassic World Dominion this year, John. Mm-hmm. Round of applause if you saw that. Well, <laughs> not a lot. I think, I think, you're, lot, kind of pro- lot, think you're proving my point. John, I can play anything. I've played a sexy Jewish scientist. Sure. A sexy Jewish alien. A sexy Jewish fly. I have done it all. The national health apparatus hasn't been, how shall we put it, uh, at the top of its game. You agree? Not, I do. I agree. Not so much. Not so I much. I think we can admit between us boys. Sure. I didn't like how you said that. <laughs> but okay, yeah. Just between us boys, you and me? Uh-huh. 
Just those boys. It's kind of working. Keep going. Keep going. Should the FDA have hired a, a hot and happening it girl? Uh, uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, Natalie Imbruglia. Sure. Mm, <laughs> right. yeah. r- r- okay. Perhaps. But here I am, uh, Jeff Goldblum, imploring you. Uh-oh. The shirt's opening. Not to cook cough syrup. All right. I have something to confess, Jeff. When I asked my producers to book a TikTok food challenge expert, it wasn't because I wanted to be warned about the danger of eating a dry scoop of protein powder. It's because I'm going to do some of those challenges tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. Hallie, what? come on out. Oh, no. Oh, and no. Ari right behind. No, no, no. John, no. I cannot condone this at all. No, 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 no. You don't have to condone oh. it, Jeff. But this is happening. I'm going to eat an Oreo with mustard on it. Now, wait. No, 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 no. Do not encourage this behavior. Uh, why not try uh, the viral Jeff Goldblum challenge? This is for all the young people at home, too. Uh, you go to this gorgeous little place I know in Porto Arcole. You take a little ricotta, a little honey that's still buzzing from the bees. You drizzle it on the freshest bread you've ever seen. The steam on the table connects to the steam in the oven. It's one trail of steam, baby. <laughs> this is my pane Toscano that could stop Napoleon on his way to Elba, my friend. Oh, baby. Doesn't that sound like some risky fun? That just sounds like an incredible appetizer you ate in Italy. It is absolutely delicious. And do you know what else it is? FDA approved. All right. Nice try, Goldblum. But I'm committing to the bit. The Oreo mustard challenge. Here we go. Oh, God. (laughs) They're pre-made. Wow. A lot of mustard. You want one? Oh, Jeff Goldblum's in. Of course. Jeff Goldblum's in. Cheers. Cheers. I'll try anything once or twice. Oh, it's not bad. It's not good. It's not good, but it's not bad. Okay, at least that's over. Oh, my God. Wow. The Oreo's gone. The mustard lingers. We're just getting started, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, no. For this next challenge, I'm supposed to eat two bananas. Two bananas. (laughs) Not one banana. (laughs) The bananas doubled since I left the office. For this next challenge, Jeff Goldblum... I'm going to eat two bananas, then chug these cans of Sprite without throwing up. Here we go. Oh, no. Oh, please, I beg you, don't, don't do this to this beautiful body of yours. What are you doing, John? It's so beautiful. Oh, there you go. I like how you eat that banana. It is, uh... Yes, break it up into little pieces so it's easier to swallow. Uh, there we go. There we go. You got to put it all at once. Let's get it in there. I have another challenge. You could try. Here's how it works. Here's another challenge while he gets through the second banana. Slowest banana eating I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, There's this little place in Shibuya down an unassuming alley. You walk up a flight of stairs and there's hardly a door at all. Looks almost like a cabinet, but you duck down. And when you stand up on the other side, the umami that wafts into your nostrils seems devilish because you sell your soul to sample just a morsel of what Chef Fukudo has in store for you. Are you through those bananas yet? That was a long monologue I just told. And you have yet to finish a second banana. Yes, don't forget the mic. Yes, the banana is not a mic. We have not mic that yet. The technology has yet to be created. Now get to that Sprite before we go. You know, TikToks are normally under a minute, but you are really milking they, this they for all them. it's worth. They added them. Two points. One, you're just describing another delicious appetizer. Two... You've never seen a person eat two bananas in their life. One's easy. It's surprisingly hard to do the second. But the point is, now I'm supposed to drink both of these cans of fucking Sprite. 
Oh, abandon this. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Here we go. Give me some room. Oh, no. You know what they say? Vomit finds a way. Oh, no. Just stop it now. I command you for the They brought mini cans, and ethically, I have to drink at least half of this one. Whoa. Um. Okay. Don't do it. No. Stop. Stop. You need to stop. John. 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 Uh, I, I demanded to be part of this segment against the advice of everyone I work with, and now here it is, written on cards. Mm. I can't back out now, no matter how much I want to. Free will is an illusion, Jeff Goldblum. My yes. fate is sealed. My handlers at the FDA are not going to be happy about this segment at all, I will tell you that. They're going to be even less happy about this next part. Brian, bring out the NyQuil chicken. Oh, no. Oh, no. John, I'm going to have to put my foot down. He's putting it while he's dancing. I'm going to put it down. Why are you doing this to yourself, this beautiful vessel of your body? Because I'm not in Tuscany, Jeff. I'm here in America. Do you think the good people at TikTok don't know about actual food? Of course they do. But they're not looking for a culinary delight. They're not looking for caviar served atop a quail egg custard. Hey, hey, hey. Let's not say anything you can't take back. John. They're looking to feel alive, Jeff. They're looking to feel anything at all amidst the numbing grind of modern life. A tiny sip of serotonin. It's S&M, but for your gastrointestinal tract. You think these TikTok trends are horrendous now? Imagine how heinous they're going to be if Trump is back in the White House. Now step aside. I'm eating this abomination. I cannot let this stand. By the power vested in me by the FDA, I command you to not eat the chicken. I'll eat it myself before I let you touch it. Yes, this is how Jeff Goldblum dies. Poisoned in a heroic sacrifice. Mm. Saving the life of his simple friend. Okay. John, just between us boys. Us, us innocent, yep. sexy boys. Sexy boys. It feels meant to be. All right, that's enough. I don't want this anymore. No, Wait. This is how I wish to be remembered. This will be Zaddy Jeff's legacy. Bring on the NyQuil chicken. All right, we're throwing it out. Jeff Goldblum, everybody. Oh, no. Let me have one lick, one lick. Get it out of here. One lick, John. No, get it out of here. Get out of here, Jeff Goldblum. Thank you so much, Marco. Check out his podcast, The Downside Podcast, and follow him at Gianmarco Ceresi to get his upcoming dates. When we come back, it's time for some hot takes. And we're back. Before we get to hot takes, Love It or Leave It is recorded live at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles every week. Coming up soon, we've got Josh Barrow, Kel Kripe, Demi Adidu eBay, Stephen Merchant, Will Rollins. For tickets to this show or to see if we're coming to your state, I'm looking at you, Baltimore. Head to crooked.com slash events. Also... The first vote-by-mail ballots are hitting mailboxes, and the earliest in-person voting starts this week. If you don't... Yeah, that's right. It's here. If you don't know how you're voting, this is the week to get your shit together. Visit votesaveamerica.com slash everylastvote to plan your vote. Remind everyone you know to do the same and donate to the Every Last Vote Fund to directly support the work of organizers and volunteers in key swing states that are actively working to battle disenfranchisement in communities of color. Go to votesaveamerica.com right now. All right. And now for a segment we call Hot Takes. Here's how it works. You will have 30 seconds to defend a never-before-seen, absolutely horrible, terrible, indefensible position as if it were your own. We all get one skip, but we should be assured that whatever we skip is probably uh, what we're going to get is going to be worse. They've made it so. Mm. Sometimes horribly so. People who work on the show are sick. 
Let's see who's up first. The best thing about platonic male friends is the unspoken agreement you'll never touch or verbalize how important you are to each other. This is for me. I think it's very important that whether you're straight or gay or bi or pan, that you've internalized as a man, if you are a man, enough of the misogyny and toxic masculinity in our society that no matter who you are, no matter who you love, you know expressing your feelings to a man you are not sleeping with is icky. It's not something you should do. It's not what men do. It's not how they relate to each other. It's very important that, let's say, if you host a podcast with two of your closest straight male friends, you never, ever ask a personal question during the day. That's how it works. That's what keeps the trains running on time. Thank you. Let's see what's next. Homosexuality is not real. Brian, this is your, you have 30 seconds. Please defend it. I mean, have you ever seen a homosexual person? I certainly have not. When I look around me, when I look into this audience, I see just a sea of straight people. Nice. So true. So true. Thank you. It's more and more true. It's more and more true. All right, let's see what's next. There is nothing more embarrassing than an adult who talks about Harry Potter. <laughs> Yasmin, let's hear it. This is your view. Let's go. 30 seconds. That second. was really fucking rude. Um, I actually get repulsed when people, especially adults who are attractive, talk about Harry Potter. <laughs> especially when they do the, the boy who lived <laughs> has come to die. That gives me the actual ick. Like, that's so gross. And no, I don't have it on my dating profile that I can do any Harry Potter impersonation. And yes, that has gotten me laid before, the Harry Potter thing. Sorry, Mom and Dad. Um. Head in his hands. Head in his hands. Women have sex. And it's fine. I got you. Thank you, John. Let's see what's next. Heterosexuality is not real. John Marco. I feel like I've been uh, uh, living this truth my whole life. I, uh, uh, I think the idea that a- a- every river has its bends. Am I right? There's no such thing as a straight line. That's all theoretical. Everyone is just... Have you ever gone to the zoo and you see... If you see any uh, chimpanzees or monkeys, everyone's touching and fucking and they're sucking... And there's no way we're this close to them. We're just lying to ourselves. Nice. Let's see what's next. Never be friends with an ex. They're a monster. You hate them. Alicia. (laughs) Don't ever be friends with an ex because, you know, it's better to um, be immature and um, not be a grown adult that knows how to communicate and set boundaries. It is so much better and hotter to hold grudges in this really complicated life that we have and not like someone just because you were intimate with them. That makes a lot more sense. Because if you've seen someone naked and then now you're not with them, they should die. And um, why would you ever talk to them again? Because like the love shouldn't exist. Like The love just goes away. Like a fairy comes and picks it up if you're not together anymore. Nice. Let's see what we have next. Bisexuality is not real. Mitra. Yeah, I said it and I meant it. 
I'm sick of this bisexuality awareness weeks, okay? Enough is enough, okay? We're all straight. How about that? <laughs> and I mean it, because I, I actually said that I was going to go to school for neuroscience, and then I dropped out. But before I did that, I took one science class, and I'm pretty sure I passed. And in that class, we said that everyone is straight. <laughs> I think I landed the plane and I don't need to say anything else. <laughs> Let's see what's next. It, uh, it's Salt Hurts. It's Yasmin, Salt Lake City is the worst Real Housewives franchise. Take it away. When I say to you, my heart is racing. I'll go to war for those Mormon women. No, no, I you hate them. You war. don't like them. You think they're bad. You have 30 seconds. Uh, I hate them. <laughs> they are so annoying. Jen, sh- ah. Is going to prison. To be honest, I just feel like all the real housewives are just such a waste of space. But at the same time, I think they're so dumb. Um, Especially Salt Lake City. What's in Salt Lake City? Not salt. Is it even a city? The world will never know. BYU's there. (laughs) Nice. Let's see what's next. Divorce is a non-event and not worth discussing. John Marco. All right, I'll skip it. Sure. (laughs) Therapy is a racket. Go to a rage room. It's cheaper. Absolutely. I... Let me tell you, I just turned 34, and all you need at 34 is to hit something with a baseball bat. You go to a rage room. You can do plates, a typewriter, a computer. uh, For 100 bucks, they'll bring in your dad. It's a very fun... (laughs) That's all you need sometimes. There's nothing to fix. It's broken, and it's never getting better. So just pick up a crowbar and fucking swing at it until you can't swing anymore. Nice. Let's see what's next. (laughs) When Kim Kardashian does it, it's cultural appreciation. Alicia. Okay, skip. Okay. Be Real is the social media app of the future. I think that How was a good you skip. Gu- you guys did your due diligence, and I despise it. I despise this app. I mean, okay, anyways. Um, Be Real <laughs> is so great. We need more social media apps in the world. It's not like we're already robots. And don't you want a way for the world to know where you are once a day, every day? Because that's so safe, isn't it? Um, and, you know, it's not like we're already engulfed with so much stupid-ass information about each other. Let's have another app where you take a picture of exactly what you're doing at that time because it's so much fun and it's not like you hate yourself. Um, and more attention is great. Nice. Let's see what's next. I'm talking to someone after this Pottery show. wheel throwing, ceramics, all dumb. It's 2022, not the Stone Age. Buy your friend a real gift. Mitra. Um, I personally make pottery, and it sucks. <laughs> it's ugly. <laughs> um, it looks like shit. It is a horrible gift. When I give you pottery, it's because I didn't want to spend money on a gift. <laughs> I'm already spending money for a membership at a studio. Clay is expensive. Glaze is expensive. You are getting the byproduct of my hobby. Your gift serves me. Guess what? It's not a real gift. And guess what? I don't care. <laughs> nice. Thank you. And that's how it takes. When we come back, we'll end on a high note. 
we're back. Because we all need it this week, here it is, the high note. Hey, love it. This is Mark. I just want to leave my high note for the week. Here in Texas, I was having a bit of a bad week, and then I listened to your most recent show. And between Lindsey Gurham and Shlomo McDuff on the bagpipes, well, things got a whole lot better. So thank you very much. Hi, love it. This is Katie, and I'm from Central California. And my high note this week is that after five months of not seeing my boyfriend, he's finally coming back from basic and AIT, and I'm really excited. He just completed Gannon crew member training, and he will be a part of the National Guard, and he graduated as honor grad from his unit. So I'm really excited that he's coming home. I have the most embarrassing sign for him to pick him up at the airport, and I can't wait to finally see him. Hi, love it. This is Shannon from South Dakota. My high note this week is that last Sunday I went door knocking for the first time ever. I canvassed in support of my friend Becky and Chris Schroeder, who is running for state representative in District 17. Because our blue county was recently gerrymandered into a district with two red counties, it's a three-way race for two open seats, and Becky is the best candidate in the field, but not just because she's the only Democrat. Becky is a down-home girl with no time for bullshit, but actual real patience for teamwork, and she's an entrepreneur of three small businesses, one of which is the state's second licensed medical cannabis grower. She genuinely wants to ensure the South Dakota legislature hears all voters' voices, but not just listens to its own echo chamber. Plus, her grassroots campaign is making sure it paves the way for future Dems to run in our area. If you would like to help Becky beat the Republicans she's up against, go to beckyinthehouse.com and click donate. That's B-E-K-K-I inthehouse.com. And for anyone in District 17, you get two votes, but just use one when you vote for Becky and deny the other guys. Thanks for the inspiration. Love it. I'll definitely be knocking more doors for Becky and in future elections. Hi, John. This is Andrew. I am 32 years old, coming from Chicago, and my high note this week is that I survived a very intensive uh, surprise heart surgery this summer. And I'm now back in Chicago with my fiance after going through this in Vienna, Austria, where I was working as an opera singer. So I'm really happy to be back home. And I have to say that listening to your podcast in recovery was really helpful. As much as it fucking hurt to laugh, it was also really, really helpful. So a big thanks from one nerdy East Coast Jew to another. And uh, take it easy. Thanks to everybody who sent in a high note tonight. If you want to leave us a message about something that gave you hope, call us at 323-538-2377. That is our show. Thank you so much to Mitra Juhari, Gianmarco Cerezi, Brian Bahi, Alicia Pesquale-Pena, Yasmin Hamidi, and everybody who sent in a high note tonight. There are 45 days until the midterm elections. Have a great weekend. Love It or Leave It is a Crooked Media production. It is written and produced by me, John Lovett. Kendra James is our executive producer. Brian Semmel is our producer. And Malcolm Whitfield is our associate producer. Holly Keeper is our head writer. Sarah Lazarus, Jocelyn Kaufman, Pulavi Gunalan, and Peter Miller are the writers. Bill Lance is our editor. And Kyle Seglin is our sound engineer. Our theme song is written and performed by Sure Sure. Thanks to our designers, Jesse McLean and Caroline Haywood, for creating and running all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And to our digital producers, Nar Melkonian, Zuri Irvin, and Milo Kim, Mia Kelman, and Matt DeGroot for filming and editing video each week so you can. And you can find these glorious videos at youtube.com slash crooked media. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? 
It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.